Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. My name is Clay. If you don't know, I'm the Alive Pastor here um, uh, of the Vineyard Church. Um, and thank you for being here. I believe that God has amazing things in store for us this semester. You know, I believe that God has a lot of great things in store. I'm excited to see what God has in store. In fact, if you are here, part of, if you are here for the first time, um, I pray that you encountered God in a crazy, off-the-measure way. I pray that you encounter him because, y'all, we, we posture ourselves to be a ministry, not a Holy Spirit habitation, but, or not Holy Spirit visitation, but Holy Spirit habitation. Let me get that right, right? We, we are a ministry of Holy Spirit habitation, and so we want to make sure that you guys know that by the time y'all leave here, you know you've encountered the presence of God. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to all that God is going to do. I'm looking forward to all the divine connections that are going to take place. But I'm definitely looking forward to that vaccine. Who else is looking forward to that vaccine this year? I, to be honest with you, I'm just ready for COVID to be returned to sender. All right, for real. Like, I, I'm ready for COVID to go back to hell. I mean, for real. I, I, I need, I, I'm being real. Like, yeah, I mean, you feel me. I mean, I got one person in here to feel me. I mean, I, I, for real, like, I am being serious. I'm ready for, you know, COVID madness to end. But for real, I'm praying that that thing ends. And I'm praying because um, if we're being real, this pandemic has brought a lot of political tension. This pandemic, in this pandemic, not only the political tension, but racial tension, all kinds of relational tension, all kinds of crazy things going on, right, in the world. In fact, when I was driving down the road, I even, I even felt that people were just more mad driving. You ever sense that? Is that just me? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I thought that people just had attitude cutting me off. You know what I mean? Like, bro, did you just try to hit me just now? Like, you know, like, so, I mean, I think that the world has turned topsy-turvy on a whole new level. And it seems like there's so much drama going down every minute of the day. Because everywhere we look, it seems to be more division, more tension, more derision. I mean, um, look at Facebook. I mean, look at Instagram. I had to take a pause from Facebook, y'all. But I mean, look at Instagram. Look at, look, at, look at what's going on. So the question that I had is how can sons and daughters of God stay grounded in truth amid the chaos? That's the question I want to wrestle with today. How can sons and daughters of God stay grounded in truth, stay grounded in Christ and their identity? amid the cray-cray the, the, the out there today. You know what, if you if you filling me online, if you are online, can I get like some types in the chat, amen, or something? I want to engage with you as well. I want to wrestle with this question. How can we stay grounded in truth, in the rock? Because I'm looking around and I'm seeing all kinds of crazy things going on. 
And, and here's, I'm going to give you just the answer, the, the teaser to where we're going. I believe the only thing that's going to keep us grounded, the only thing that's going to keep us rooted is Christ and understanding who we are in Christ. We must understand who we are. Our identity must be in the rock. Our identity must be in him. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about our identity in Christ. So if you want, let's go ahead and pray and we will get it in. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I pray you come like a fire, like a wind, like a dove, however you want to come. Lord, I pray you open hearts, open minds. Father, and I pray that the familiarity of this message don't rob what it is you want to do, how you want to move in this place tonight, Lord. So, Father, have your way. We thank you. We thank you for the, ama the amazing worship. We're thankful that we can even get together to worship you. And I pray, Lord, as, as, as we gather together and we gather with our friends online that we can break bread and we can get fed tonight in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Amen, amen. Hey, can someone bring me a bottle of water back there? That would be amazing. You know, I was, um, I was praying and reflecting uh, with the Lord, uh, and I was like, Lord, man, you know what? It's cray-cray how it seems that people are more prone today. Thank you very much, sis. Y'all, give it up for my homegirl right here, hooking it up, hooking it up. Um, it's crazy how today people are more prone than ever to play themselves and act like they're not. Act like people they're not. It's crazy. I'm like, I'm praying about it. Like, God, why in the world do I see so many keyboard warriors? People on the keyboard like that, talking all big. And I look at them, I'm like, wait, wait, that, that was you saying that? Like, what's good, bro? Like, really? That was you talking all big talk. But then it's like, oh God, so I'm praying. I'm like, God, what is going on? How come people, we are playing themselves or are playing ourselves more that, you know, we're trying to be something or put posture in some way that we're not? And I'm thinking, man, what is, what is going on with that? And so, um, you know, like, like for instance, not, not too long ago, the Capitol was being ransacked. On the six, and I'm, and, I, and it's crazy for me to even say that. I, I did not know I would be like here to say that, uh, be ever. But the Capitol was being ransacked, right? And you can see more people, more than ever, going on social media with more hate, more division, more tension, more confusion than anywhere, right? And I'm like, man, that is, that is crazy. And then I got people on Facebook. I'm like, wait a minute, I know you. Like just a month ago, you were good. What happened? How, how is it that you're going on Facebook and saying these things? I'm like, what's going on, Lord? Or, or think about it, another situation. There was um, prophets who prophesied Trump was going to actually return to the White House, do another four years. And some prophets, I mean, well, all the prophets got it wrong who prophesied that. But, but the prophets who got it wrong, some of them apologized. And when they apologized, Christians were coming out the woodwork with death threats and and hate mail and, and everything. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? Why? And I'm thinking, God, what, is, what comes over, God, a son and a daughter of God to make them want to start acting more like the enemy and less like a friend of God? What, 
I mean, what comes over people, Lord, that makes people act cray-cray all of a sudden? What makes people lay aside their identity, lay aside their rights in Christ, so we can act more in step with the world? What, what is that, Lord? And I believe the Lord said, Clay, bro, it's, it's fear. It's fear. Think about it. Think about it, Clay. You know what I mean? It's fear that makes people abandon who they are in Jesus. It's fear that gets people to question, did God really say? It's fear that gets us second-guessing our life and our promises, the promises that God has spoken over our life. And then we want to cling to something else that we can see. We want to do something else that we can control. We, can, we, we want control. And so, oh, God, oh, God, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, like, like where are you at, God? I'm just going to go ahead and get mine. You better get yours. I'm going to go get mine. Start playing ourselves. You know, it's, it's fear that gets us second-guessing God's plans and promises over our life. Did God really say that? But there's something that sons and daughters have that can combat fear. And most of y'all already know what it is. I don't even have to say anything. There's something that's out there that can already combat fear, and it's love. Turn with me to 1 John if you want to. Click there. If you want to, turn there. If you've got old school Bibles, bam. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? You can just go ahead and follow along on the screen. It's 1 John 4.18, and it says, it's a very, very popular verse. It says this, there is no love, there is no fear in love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out. Online, can you, give, can you give me some love online? Perfect love casts out. Type in the chat, fear. Let's go. Perfect love casts out fear. So this passage clearly illustrates that if we are perfected in love, then we can walk like a boss in the midst of fear. This passage clearly says that if we, if we are perfected in love, then we can walk like a conqueror in fear. We can walk like we got swag on them in fear. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Y'all looking at me like, y'all are crazy. But anyways, listen, if we have this right here, if we get this right here, then it should obviously register, right? But there's something more. It's not just that. Because if it was that easy, it'd be easy. Everybody be doing it. Everybody be doing it. Apparently, there's something there that we need to get. Apparently, there's something here that it just, it just not, it's not that easy. Maybe I need a greater revelation of love. And then I can walk like a conqueror over fear. Maybe I need to just allow God to love me or, or receive more of the love of God because God already loves me. I got to just receive more of the love of God and maybe I'll be all right. Every little thing is going to be all right. You know what I mean? Every, maybe I just need to love like that. You know, I just need to receive his love. Well, you know what? That could be. That's all well and good, but I believe that it's rooted in something else. I believe that there's something else there that we need to grasp and understand because I believe that there's a secret to fully receiving the love of God and walking like a boss for the kingdom. I believe that there's a pro tip. There are pro tips out there to help us to live free from fear and alive to God like never before. And the secret, y'all ready? Y'all need to be taking notes. 
get your, get your phones out because, yo, listen, this is for you. I believe that there's, God has something for you. Online, I believe God has something for you. Here's his secret. Here's the pro tip. It's knowing the truth of who we are in Christ. I'm going to repeat that because it sounds easy. It sounds like, you know what, I already know that. Well, you may not know. Because if you think you know, then you already think you already, Listen, it's not that easy. If, 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 if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, okay? Hear me out. Hear me out. Listen, it's knowing the truth of Jesus in your life. Knowing the truth of God in your life. That, I believe, is the secret sauce that's going to get us through to living fully alive to who we were designed to be. It's knowing the truth of who we are in Christ, knowing our identity, a.k.a. Some of us here don't know the truth of who we are in Christ. I'm going to repeat that. I know I'm starting to step on some toes. But some of us here don't know the truth of who we are in Christ. Why you say that, Clay? Why you being so hard on us, Clay? Because you know what? We fall for the lie each and every time. Because we're falling for the lie each and every time. We, if, if we knew who the truth of the Lord, the truth of Jesus in our life, then we will not fall for the lie. The world says you're not pretty enough, but yo, guess what? God says you're a masterpiece. The world says that you're not good enough, but God says you're qualified, you're bona fide, you are a child of God. The world says that you're not strong enough, but God says you're more than a conqueror and you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. The world says, you, you know what, God's holding out on you, bro. God's holding out on you, sis. But God says he's blessed you with every spiritual blessing and more. The world says you can't, you can't, you can't. But God says you can, you can, you can because you got me in you. So my question is, who do you have relationship with? Do you have relationship with the truth or the lie. Because I believe there's a lot of people who have a relationship with lies here, y'all. And believe more of the lies than it is the truth. But if it's the truth that's going to set our butts and keep our butts free, then we need to be there, land there. And I think that's the secret sauce to walking in our true identity in Christ. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Okay, hey, we're going to keep it going, okay? We're going to keep, keep taking notes because I believe God has a word for somebody here today. Keep taking those notes. But, yo, children of God, we've fallen for the lie each and every time. We've, we're falling for the lies. We're kind of we're clawing out, trying to claw out things in our lives because of lies. And, and I know because it happens to me. I know what can happen to me. Because I mean, because when we don't meditate on and know enough of the truth that sets us and keeps us free, we are in trouble. But in John 8.31, come on in, sis, you good. Welcome, welcome to the life. But John 8.31, John 8.31, Jesus says, uh, you can put it on the screen. Jesus says this, these are red scripts. This is what Jesus, the Son of God, is saying right here. If you abide in my word... You are my true disciples, or you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. How many people want freedom in the house tonight? 
How many people want freedom in the house tonight online? How many people want freedom in the house? Type in your chat, freedom in the house. If you want freedom in the house tonight, hey, listen, well, King Jesus makes it plain like white bread here right now. He makes it plain. He lays it out, right? Wait a minute. Did you take that as a, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend nobody. Okay. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Okay. Moving on before I, before I stick my foot in my mouth. Okay. Well, King Jesus makes it plain. Three points. Three points. In order for us to walk deeper into our identity, it's right here. It's right here. Right here. Listen, what's the first thing he says? What's the first thing he says, church? Abide. First thing he says is that if you abide in my what? In my word. You abide in this thing. There ain't, no, there ain't no half stepping when it comes to abiding in the word. Either you abiding in the word or you abiding in lies. Either you are abiding in the word or you drifting to the lies. If we are not in this thing, then we are not going to recognize truth if it hits us in the face. Because the enemy knows the word. He probably knows the word better than some of us. Because he can manipulate, manipulate you with the word. He can confuse you with the word. But if we're not in the word, how can we know the truth? He said abide means rest, chill, live, camp, remain. Remain in the truth. Remain in the word. And, and, and there's no way around it, y'all. We need to be in this daily. I'm talking about memory. I'm, I'm talking about scripture memory. I'm talking about being in the word so you can claim promises. I'm talking about owning scripture and applying it to your life. I'm talking about making, eating, eating, eating daily, daily from the word, daily from the word, every day, eating. We eating in the word of God. We are abiding. We're abiding in the word. And when we abide in the word, we're starting to do what? Relate to truth. We're starting to relate. I need to stay on my notes before I go off. I will, I will get in trouble. Listen, before you go into battle, y'all better be strapped with the word. Because if we don't strap with the word, we're going to get pummeled by the enemy each and every time. What happened when Jesus went into the wilderness? He got tempted, right? Jesus, the Son of Man, fully God, fully man. But you know what? The fully man part is what I want to focus on. Why? Because when he lived on life, when he lived here on earth, he lived as us, not for us. He showed us how we can live conqueror, as conquerors over sin. He showed us. He showed us. He said, listen, I'm going to live as a man empowered by the Spirit, not as God. I know I'm God, but I'm going to live as man, empowered by the Spirit, and show everybody what's possible. So when he was tempted in the wilderness, what happened? The enemy came at him, tempted him. Again, he was a man, so he had needs. Brother man was hungry. He was hangry. Bro, he wanted some food. He wanted some drink. Starving like Marvin out here. The enemy came, tempted him, tempted him, tempted him. What did he do? Each and every time, he won. Each and every time, he lived victorious. Why? He went into the word. He fought truth. He fought with truth. He knew the word. And the enemy knew the word too. You see how the enemy tried to come at him? The enemy used scripture to come at him. But and, uh, Jesus said, no, nah, I, I know the word. 
He ain't getting me like that. You know what I'm saying? Bam. Man should not live on bread alone. Bam. Man should worship God alone. Bam. You know what I'm saying? God is not a God to be trifled with, son. Like, like back up. I know truth. Better recognize. And he left. He went. He, he left after that. Listen, it's about knowing truth. He knew the Son of Man, Jesus, knew who he was because he knew and abided in the Word of God. So we've got to know what the Scripture says. We can't afford to be half-stepping. This means we've got to probably do some things in our lives to really say, you know what, I want to abide in the truth. This leads to the second pro tip. We want to abide in truth that we know truth. That we know truth. How does that work? How do we know truth? Well, if we're abiding in truth, then we will know truth. Not as a concept, not as an academic means, not as an abstract idea, but as a person but as a person, because Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus says what? I am the way, the, and the life. If you're feeling me, say Jesus is the truth in the chat. Jesus is the truth in the chat. Put that in there. Y'all can repeat after me. Jesus is the truth. 1 John 1.17 says this. Check this out. You can turn there. You can click there. You can bookmark there. But John 1.17 says this. For the law was given through Moses. The law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. This is an important passage. Why? Grace and truth came through Jesus, meaning Jesus is the truth of who you are and the grace. He gives you grace to empower you to live the life he lived. I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to let that sink in a little bit. Jesus comes with grace and truth. The truth of who you are because Jesus lived as man on earth, not for us, but as us. Right? So he's the truth of who we are, the truth of what can happen when we actually surrender to God on earth. And he gives us grace, empowerment to live the life he lived. So, 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 so here it is. Jesus Christ says for the law came, uh, the law gave, uh, came through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus. Jesus is the bomb, dot diggity com. Listen to life. Jesus is the truth. And if we're building on anything other than Christ, we're drifting further away from truth. But it says that we will come to know the truth. What does that mean? To know the truth. It means that when we abide in the word, when we are abiding in the word, there will naturally be relationship formed with truth. Think about it. The Bible is all about Jesus. The Bible is all about, Old Testament is Jesus Christ concealed. The New Testament is Jesus Christ revealed. All the Bible, all the scriptures, is, it, 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 it leads to, points to, guides us to Jesus. So when we read the word, we are actually reading to actually grow closer to Jesus. Look more like Jesus. Talk more like, walk more like, do life more like Jesus. Listen, don't read the word and try to memorize scripture to look cool for your friends. 
That is not the point. Stop trying to read the word to try to actually get points. The only way we're, the only reason we should want to read the word is to look more like Jesus, to love more like Jesus, to act more like Jesus. And when we do that, listen, when we abide in the word, we then will know the truth because we're knowing more about Jesus. That brings me to the third point. First point, we abide, we abide in the word, right, word. Then we know the truth. And then what's the third step? What's the third point? Pro tip. The truth will set us free. The truth will set us free. When we abide in the word and when we know truth, the truth will set us free. This is it right here. Freedom is the lot to every believer right here, sitting right now, sitting here in this room right now. Online right now, those listening to this podcast, whenever you are, wherever you are right now, truth, or I'm sorry, freedom is the lot to every, for every believer alive. I'm about to, I'm about to be real for me. I be, well, excuse me, I've been real the whole night. Here's, here's the deal. If we're not living true in true freedom, if we're not living in true freedom, it's not because Jesus is holding out. It's most likely because we've started growing a relationship with lies. And I and I'm not, you know, you know, I I'm not I'm not like the lie. For instance, I'm not a lo- I'm not enough. The lie that's a lie from the pit of hell. I'm not enough, or I'm a failure, or my life has no purpose. Everyone else is gifted by God to do that thing. Everybody else is gifted to do that thing, but not me. Little old me, little lies. That's, those are lies. I, I got to have sex to prove my worth. I got to have sex to be cool. I got to give in to the peer pressures of life. Lies. All lies. Lies that are designed to kill, still destroy you. Lies that are designed to confuse you, to derail you from your destiny. I can keep it going. Think about a lie you fell for or probably still fall for. What lies do you need to divorce tonight? What lies do you need to divorce tonight? And then what truth do you need to use to replace that lie? What truth do you need to speak over yourself to replace that lie? Even when I came to Christ at the age of 30, I had uh, a ton of lies and, and false narratives that I had relationship with. I just had lies that I had to deal with, I had to reckon with. You know, Clay, you got you to gotta work to gain your approval from the Lord, Clay. You got to work, bro. You got to work at this thing. God is not as pleased with you if you do this and that lie. Clay, you, you got to perform and you got to uh, 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 work to get acceptance from other people. Lie. Clay, you've been overlooked all your life. What's this person? He, he, he or she is going to overlook you. He or she is going to overlook you there and here and everywhere. You know what, Clay, all your whole life you've been overlooked. Clay, lie. I've had to reckon with those lies. One of the biggest lies that I had uh, that, 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 that I had to deal with for me in my life is the fear of what other people thought of me. But when I started getting into the Word, when I started abiding in the Word, 
the more I knew the truth that set me and kept me free, I was stepping more into my new identity. I was stepping more into the new freedom. And I believe that Jesus is here right now and he wants to offer that same freedom. I believe that Jesus is here right now and he wants to offer the same thing he gave me. I believe that he wants to remind you that if you abide in the word and if you know truth, the truth will set you free from every lie, from every insecurity, from every pitfall snare, from every trick of the enemy. I want you to think of a lie right now that's been holding you back, tripping you up, that's been coming up time and time again as a rerun on your life. Think of those lies. Think of, so for some of you, there are a few of them. And I believe that right now, Jesus wants to dismantle those lies by proclaiming truth of who you are. I want you to think about that right now. And just, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for Holy Spirit and Jesus even, Jesus to come and just to be, be here right now among us just to show you what it is he thinks of you and how you're called to exchange all those lies that you hold, that you've been carrying for his truth. So Jesus, may you do that mighty exchange right now. Yeah, I'm seeing like, I'm feeling, I'm sensing chains are falling down. Shackles are loosening right now. Holy Spirit, when you come and just exchange, we're in your presence. So we're in truth. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And where there's perfect love, fear cannot abide. Holy Spirit, come. I feel like there's offenses that people have held that the Lord's saying, give it to me. You don't need to live like that. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Just want to agree on how you're going to move, Lord. We bless you. When I was um, younger, uh, I had... Uh, issues with just my insecurity and a lot of it was it revolved around like just the way I talked I stuttered a lot and I wasn't able to enunciate pronounce words the right way and people would laugh at me and people wouldn't want to be around me because of it and it was embarrassing and I was dealing with all of that and my mom was like Clay you're going to be a preacher First of all, I can't even talk straight. And all the preachers that I see out there are doing it big league. Like, there ain't no way I can be like that. My grandma got into it, Clay. You're going to be a preacher. You're going to be a preacher. Like, stop saying that. And plus, I didn't want to be a corny, lame preacher anyway. Because I didn't think God had nothing for me. I'm living wild, sowing wild oats, living like, you know, recklessly in the world. So I just ran hard from the call. Why? Because of fear. 
the fear of man gripped my heart. I cared more about what people thought about, about me rather than what God thought of me. And all this, these years developed under the, the guise or the, the lies of the world had my heart grow hard to the point where I'm like, you know what, anything and everything about God I'm running from. I'm running from. I don't want anything to do with the church. I don't want anything to do with preaching and teaching and, and all that until one day God started to grip my heart and beat it to new life. And when I gave my life to Jesus, there were so many things he had to peel, so many layers he had to peel. Don't get me wrong, he's still peeling, but I, man, I had, a, I had a lot of shell of sin and doubt and lies. Then he came to the lie of speaking, using, you know, being used as a mouthpiece for him, him using me in that way. He's like, Clay, I want you to be a speaker for me. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not a speaker. I'm not eloquent. I'm not, I'm not this and that enough, Lord. And God said, I don't care about all that. I don't call the qualified. I qualify the called. And so I'm going to call you to step into this thing with me, and I'm going to qualify you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use you in the way that I see fit, son. Trust me. Trust me. It took me a little while, but I finally gave in and trusted him. Look at what I'm doing now. I'm traveling around the world. I'm speaking. I'm doing things that only by the grace of God I can do. Only by the grace of God I can do. I did not ask for the mic. I did not ask for the stage. I did not ask to be a mouthpiece for God. And now here I am living my life for the sake of the gospel as an itinerant evangelist. And this is what I do for a living. And I love it. I'm coming to new life. And I love it. I cannot see myself doing anything else. He knew me better than I thought I knew myself. And I'm telling you right now, he knows each and every one of you better than you know yourself. He knows each and every one of you better than you know yourself. And if you feel the call of God on your heart to say that, you know what, I'm going to use you as this. I'm going to partner with you with, in this way, that way, the third way. I'm going to actually call you up to be a masterpiece. I'm calling you up to be a beautiful daughter of the king. I'm calling you up to, to, to stand firm in the world. I'm calling you up to live in freedom. Then believe it believe it. Because the lie can look really and sound really enticing. In fact, it's intimidating. The world is a, is a scary place. The world is a scary place and is an intimidating place. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you side with God, greater is he in you than he that's in the world. You will be walking with an Aslan by your side. You will be walking with the roaring lion, the undefeated conqueror, the dread warrior, and he will take you from glory to glory, from mountaintop to mountaintop with him. Because the last time I, I knew, he never lost a battle. Some people be singing, I want to see a victory. I want to see. Do you really? Do you really? I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to the Do you believe that? If you, if, you, if you truly believe that, then let's go. Then let's go. Trust in the Holy Spirit in such a way. You allow him to 
to help you see that next victory. Everybody stand. Holy Spirit, help us to see with eyes that we don't have, but that only you can give. Help us to hear with ears that we don't have in the natural, but only you can give. Help us to feel with senses and perception that we cannot own, but only you can bless. Lord God, I pray, Father God, that you help us posture our hearts to, to exchange those lies. If you are here right now and you said, Clay, I've never went all in for the Lord. I don't even, I want what you are carrying. I want what you are speaking. I want it. I want to know God in this way. If you have never said yes to the Lord or you've said yes and you want to recommit your life to Christ, I believe today is the day of salvation for you right now. If that is you, please don't leave here the same way you came. I believe that there's an expectation and an invitation for you to go all in. So everybody, I want you to pray with me out loud. Jesus, I want to live all my life for you. Forgive me for my sin. Forgive me of all my past mistakes, regrets, stains. Make me clean. Make me pure. Make me brand new so I live for you. So that I live for you. Help me or teach me how to talk like you. To walk like you. To be more like you in every way. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer with your heart for the first time and you really meant it, or you say, you know what, I'm praying that prayer because I really, truly, genuinely want that real relationship with God because I've been running away. I've strayed away. Put your hand up. One, two. Anyone else? Three, four, five, six. Give it up for them, church. Six. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If Here's the next thing I want to pray, step into. It's the lies. The lies, the lies, the lies. There are lies here that need to go. There are lies here that have been hovering over our soul that need to go. Put your hands out for me like you're about to receive a gift. So, Lord, I pray that there be a divorce in partnership with the lie. A divorce in partnership with the lie that's kept them bound, that's kept them down, that's been sandbagging them in their life. I believe that there's some people here right now who, who really want to live fully free. You really want to live fully free. You, you don't, you've been uh, tripped up by what people think about you, about all this and that about you. You don't think you look pretty enough or sexy enough or handsome enough. And I pray that we can be loosed from that in Jesus' name. And I believe that Jesus is saying, hey, you're a masterpiece. I love you just the way you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I've created you to live wonderfully and fearfully as a child of God. Whatever lie it is, whatever lie, give it to him. 
give it to him. Now, I want you to ask Jesus, because he is here right now. He is here right in front of every one of your face. Every one of you. He's right here in front of your face. I want you to ask Jesus right now. Jesus, now who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? I want him to talk to you. I want him to speak to you. This is just for you. Specific to who you are. And how he created you. I believe that he's speaking dreams right now. To life. I believe he's bringing challenges in right now. I believe he's bringing encouragement and warmth. I believe he's embracing some of us right now. If you don't feel anything, that's okay. Just wait. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Engage. It's it's between you and Jesus. If you have to, tune my voice out. on your mind when you created me. I believe that he's given pictures to people. He's bringing healing for some people. So Holy Spirit, come. Bring your healing. Bring your freedom. He's called some people to places and and things that bring us fear in the natural. That means that's Jesus. He's not calling you to do things you can do in the natural. He's calling you to, to do things in the supernatural. That means he needs, we need him. And he wants you. We need him. He wants you. So, Lord, I pray you light a fire. Light a fire. A fire in their soul that will never tarnish, never decrescendo, only crescendo for the sake of the world. But I don't want to pray us out and we're going to close. Holy Spirit, thank you. We thank you for your word, that we can abide in your word, that we can know the truth and the truth will set us free, that perfect love cast out all fear. We can walk in freedom. We can live fully alive to God like never before because of your truth, Lord, because of your word, because of who you are and who you called us to be. So thank you, Jesus, for this night tonight. We bless this gathering and we pray your grace, your favor, your truth upon every son and daughter, every man, woman, child in this place tonight for the sake of the world. In Jesus' name, the church said amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. 
If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive Vineyard College.